Tonight, when the lights went out, if you were listening to WPLJ, it sounded all right. You were listening to Layla by Derek and the Dominoes, and you were probably enjoying it very much, because that's one of the most popular songs in the history of rock and roll. But then, all of a sudden, Layla started to slow down. It really started to slow down. Tony Pig had just spoken with Pat St. John on the telephone, and he came on the radio, and this is what he said. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Tony Pig at WPLJ. The other afternoon, I was watching, um, I was watching uh, Carol O'Connor, and there, there was something about a brownout uh, on that show, and it sounds like that's what's happening right here, boy. I just got a call from Pat St. John, who lives in the village, and he says that there's a blackout from as far as he can. He's facing uh, south, and as far as he can see, the World Trade Center's all everything's dark. WABC building has come back on. I understand the World Trade Center is dark, so wherever you are, uh, like I said, it will be a night for sleeping out on the fire escape. We'll see you out there. Let's dance in the meantime. We're trying to uh, uh, get you as much information as soon as possible. Uh, we're at WINS on Park Avenue, and we're operating on emergency power. And as soon as we have more details on that blackout, we'll bring them to you. But uh, if you were in New York 10 years ago when the first blackout occurred, you'll know to stay home and stay off the street quite naturally. News 88 time is 11 minutes before 10 o'clock. This uh, power blackout started, oh, about 15 minutes ago. It uh, happened rather rapidly. Very strange situation there at first as it began. It started with a lowering of the voltage. Uh, our lights dimmed a little bit, fluctuated just a little bit for a few seconds. Uh, we happened to have some TV monitors within view here, and they started uh, with scrambled screens. And we'll let you know as things develop on WABC. Our news machines, which receive their service, that's uh, AP and UPI, stopped at 9.32, and uh, that seems to point uh, to the fact that the outage of power occurred at that time. I was driving along listening to the ball game on the radio, and um, as the Mets were playing, the lights went out at Chase Stadium, and I just got to Kennedy Airport on the Belt Parkway, and Kennedy Airport suddenly went black, and that was it. Message from the police department. In light of tonight's citywide blackout, the department is asking all off-duty police officers to report to their nearest precinct immediately. This by order of Police Commissioner Michael Todd. Repeating, in light of tonight's citywide blackout, the police department is asking all off-duty police officers to report to their nearest precinct immediately. This by order of Police Commissioner Michael Codd. Bob, anything further as far as how wide the uh, blackout is? We're getting calls that it happened at Shea Stadium and also Westchester. All we know at this juncture is that it is a citywide blackout. All the five boroughs affected. All five boroughs are affected, so that's the word. And as we mentioned, do you want to kill this mic so we can go ahead and get to other stories? As we mentioned, it happened at exactly 9.29.30. That was the time that here at WABC in Midtown Manhattan, the power went off. And uh, we were off for about, I guess, about two and a half minutes and back with you shortly thereafter. Now, we'll, we'll keep you posted. The entire WABC news team is in full force and full swing. Bob Capers is heading up all the various uh, phone tracking, which is being done. As you just heard, and we will repeat it regularly, the police commissioner has asked that all off-duty policemen, the policemen everywhere, report to their precincts immediately. It is obviously urgent that it, well, you know, it will need a lot of police work to keep the city flowing and keep, uh, keep things moving. As of right now, though, all of Manhattan is dark and all five barrels are also without power.
album Silk Degrees on Columbia Records and Tapes. Why can't you just get into your head? WABC, I'm George Michael, and good evening, everybody. Good to have you all with us. I'd like to remind you about the Boss Gags concert ball, but they had fun over at Avery Fisher Hall tonight, right? Boss Gags was in concert, and the power failure is hit. Be there again tomorrow night. Latest album, Silk Degrees, available at Corvettes for $3.99. All right, it's 10.02 on WABC. 10.02 at the WABC Music Time. Clear for tonight, less humid. Sunny for tomorrow. And boy, won't the sunshine be welcome as you stumble around. I hope that you have the good fortune to have candles. Uh, let me just say one thing that is all, all seriousness and super important. That is, wherever you are, you're probably looking for ways and means to get things lit. Uh, above all, when you go to get out kerosene lamps and things that you have not used for years, Please be careful. Be super sure that you've gotten all the kerosene off the outside of the lamp. Make sure that if you're going to use anything that has gasoline, you've used, you, you know, that you've got it cleaned off so that there's no problem there, all right? You know, avoid the fires tonight. Obviously, it's going to be a major hassle. So be extremely careful. Think before you do anything as far as this power failure. The power failure is massive. There's no point calling all your friends to find out, you know, about partyisms or whatnot because it is a five, all five boroughs are without power. All right, about tomorrow, television. Well, when a sweet, wholesome, average American girl like Gidget has already conquered the boys in California, boys in Hawaii, men in Rome, what's left for? Tomorrow on the 4.30 movie on Channel 7, it's Gidget Week. Uh, many things run through my mind. How about the poor guys who are stuck? Can you imagine being on the roller coaster in a playland and the power stopped? I mean, I will tell you right now, even if you use Grecian Formula 44 to keep your hair from going gray, forget it, it's a failure. Can you imagine being up there on the top of the Ferris wheel? Being with a blind date that you didn't like in the first place? Ah. Sometimes the beach can become one big frying pan. And we've got a further report in from Conrail. Conrail says it is trying to utilize its diesel equipment in order to get the trains moving back and forth. There are quite a few people stranded on Conrail lines into and out of the city, but Conrail says it is trying to call on its diesel equipment to get traffic and people moving. Now, our intrepid uh, news reporter, D D D Gus Engelman, uh, was down in the village, we understand, when the lights went out. And Gus, uh, what was it like, and where were you in the whole bit? Well, Bob, having dinner in the village, and um, well, midway through the meal, all of a sudden, boom, everything came to a dead halt, a dead stop in the restaurant. The lights went out, the power went out, the fans went out, the air conditioning went out. And then it was a quick announcement that, uh, not to be alarmed, that they believe it, that power blackout, as they said, was just confined to the Greenwich Village community. So I didn't get too alarmed at first until word got back to us at the table that it looked like the, uh, the whole city was, um, well, just like it was in 1965, at which time I immediately got into my car, and it was kind of dangerous driving in the village because, again, no traffic lights, a lot of people in, you know, very small streets in the village. So a lot of people just mingling about and it was very hard to drive through. Went to 6th Avenue and then started driving up 6th Avenue and it was just reminiscent of 12 years ago, 1965. Everybody out in the street, um, traffic moving very slowly and also very heartening to see that young kids, just like in 1965, they grabbed flashlights, anything, standing in the middle of all the main intersections, directing traffic, waving cars through. It seemed like everybody was pitching in and just helping, but it was kind of rough because it's a scary situation out there, and uh, you must be careful if you're driving. 
Conrail is now using diesel engines to get people out of subways and those diesels are proceeding very slowly to their rendezvous points. That'll do it for now. Bob Capers, Gus Engelman in the WABC newsrooms. Uh, you've already heard from Tom Romano. Uh, I'm George Michael. I want to have to be on the air at 9.29.30, which is the exact time that we went off the air and the power failure officially hit. And uh, our news director, Paul Early, with? George, I have a report from uh, our Long Island Stringer just a few moments ago. I talked to uh, Ed Zeidner, and uh, this is the conversation. This is our Long Island Stringer, Ed Zeidner, and uh, Ed, I'm delighted you called. Tell us what things are like in uh, Long Island. I, I don't mind admitting we're having trouble finding out. Okay. Well, apparently, Paul, uh, there were some scattered outages, according to uh, Luco spokesperson June Bruce, initially when uh, this uh, struck Long Island and New York City, the five boroughs of Manhattan, as well as parts of uh, Nassau County. And apparently, from other reports that I've uh, received, sections of Sussex County as well. Uh, the spokesperson for Lilco says right now it is not affecting uh, Long Island. And while there may be some outages on Long Island, they will be due to something other than the power blackout that is being experienced in New York City. Um, there was a drop in the load initially in Nassau County, particularly uh, when this uh, started, according to June Bruce of Lilco. And uh, Lilco is now back up to full strength. The drop was because they were supplying power to Con Ed at the request, apparently, of the New York State Power Pool. So the situation is, if you are on Long Island and there is a power blackout in your area, Lilco says it's not due at the moment to the situation in New York City. That, is, at the moment, is the best uh, that I can determine the situation on Long Island. Ed Seidner, thanks very much. Keep us informed. Okay. Thank you. Bye, Paul. Bye. All right, it's now take a moment. You want to kill that? Thank you very much. 1041 on WABC. We are very warm, 86 degrees. There are scattered showers in the area. And uh, a man who has just run, literally, the eight flights of stairs from the WABC uh, floor all the way up to the eighth floor, Chuck Leonard, who normally is doing it at 10 o'clock. So, Chuck, if you could, uh, what did you experience on your way trying to get to the studio tonight, and uh, what can you tell us about the feel for Midtown Manhattan, which we've not yet had a report on? Well, George, uh, I, I felt a little bit like Diogenes with a candle looking for an honest man. Uh, I had to come down quite a few flights of stairs to, to get to street level. Uh, there were people stuck in elevators in town. As a matter of fact, I helped some of them out. Uh, and. Uh, uh, the problem there is, of course, the panic sets in, and I imagine there are buildings where people are still stuck in elevators, and uh, if you uh, think that there, there might be someone stuck in an elevator in your building, check the shaft. Uh, they feel that they're going to run out of air. Uh, there's all sorts of fears that happen. Usually there's a little door at the top of the elevator that they could pry open to get an ample supply of air. Uh, another thing, we've talked a lot about traffic in Midtown. Uh, uh, the traffic, of course, is slow and no-go, and uh, anyone who has a car who can get out of it uh, and find a safe place to sit and wait it out would probably be far better off doing just that. There are people directing traffic at the intersections. I assume many of them are policemen. Uh, some of them, uh, obviously, are just volunteers, people who wanted to pitch in. But the problem that we haven't talked about is the pedestrian. People are walking down the streets, uh, streets maybe that they've walked down every day, and they're, they're stumbling into fire hydrants and low fences that they forgot were there because it's pitch black on most of the side streets, and even the main streets don't have much visibility. But in general, people are taking it in good spirit and uh, almost a little conviviality going on. Uh, the problem is, uh, 
I began to realize, George, that I'm getting a little bit out of shape. I had to climb these eight flights of stairs, and I didn't know it was quite that far. I'm just catching my breath. Back to you. Well, that's what you get for eating all that spaghetti and drinking all that good wine. And, of course, already without power, we would beg you, please, do not use the telephones unless it is absolutely essential. Please do not call your friends and ask, where were you when the lights went out? No one's going to tell you the truth anyway if they weren't home. It's 11-11 on WABC. I'm George Michael. The night the lights went out was this night, July the 13th, 1977. The power officially went off at WABC at 9:29:30 tonight. That's when the power went out. If you have an emergency where you must have an ambulance, the number to dial is 911. That's for an ambulance, but hospital officials stress only in an emergency. Lincoln and Holland tunnels report no problems. Con Ed begs every to turn off all appliances. It's 11.15. For those of you who want to set your watch, we'll give you the exact time here if you want to get it exactly what it is. And that one, by the way, folks, is wrong. The exact time is 11.16 and 2 seconds woof. 11.16 and 5 seconds woof, in case you want to set your clocks or whatever. All right, let me bring you up to date as to exactly what happened, all right? At 9.29 tonight, New York was hit with a massive power failure. Seven million people are now without power. And when you say several hours, are you saying perhaps this, this could go into the early hours of the morning? I'm saying that I can't really guess, Gus, uh, as to what time we'll get the thing back. I, we've got every available man. I, you know, I heard on the radio and I just turned the car around. Uh, I was working late till about 8.30 and I was on the way home and uh, turned the car around, didn't even bother to go home and came back. So everybody who's on the system uh, who can play a role in getting the city back uh, is working right now. Ed Livingston with Conrad telling us what happened. We have further words as far as some of the things, if you'd like to know what happened. It was caused by lightning and thunderstorms in Westchester, which knocked out the Indian Point plant, which is a main generation system. Lost major north-south feeder. Didn't have exact time of the problems. However, one, Ravenwood, three, which is a big generator in the city, and Queens went out. Two, they tried to save it with a 5% voltage reduction. That failed. They then tried to go 8% voltage reduction. Started to shed the load in Westchester. And it will be several hours now before the power will come back on. Appliances that were on should be turned off to prevent a big surge to deal with when it comes back. Cannot tell you exactly when the power will come back on. Every available man at Con Ed is now working on the situation. And we will keep you up to date as quickly as we can as far as things that are happening. I'm George Michael on WABC. Uh, we are advised now that the clocks in the studio... Uh, due to the tremendous power uh, from a generator, as you know, generator uh, power kind of comes and goes. So we want to give you the exact correct time. Uh, we'll give it to you exactly this way. 11.40 and 30 seconds. All right, there's the exact time. Forgive me for having given you the wrong time moments ago. If you want to try to set some kind of a clock, we'll give it to you exactly right now. All right, 11.40 and 45 seconds. There you have the exact time. As all the clocks in the studio have different times, as the generator power makes it kind of difficult to keep it accurate. Weather-wise, the weatherman says we have had an unexpected thunderstorm, which we now know. We felt there was a storm coming in the area around 9 o'clock. We stated that on WABC. By 9.30, the lights went out in Manhattan. It's the first time since 1965 that it happened. It's 11.44 on WABC in New York. I'm George Michael, Chuck Leonard. Uh, you know the ironic part of this is you wait for how long to get a, a reservation at the World Trade Center. <laughs> you say, gee, we're going to dinner tonight. And you go to dinner. This is the greatest night of your life. You waited forever, and you go up there, and now you say, we may spend the rest of our night here, dear. Right. But it's got to be a, a rather strange feeling. Downstairs on the street, we've got people from uh, from out of the city, especially who are who are taking it almost like New Yorkers, George, because we talked to some people who are uh, 
who are just saying, well, gee, New York is great in spite of all this, and, and we feel like we're a part of history. And we'll have some of those uh, interviews hopefully coming up. 51 on WABC, I'm George Michael. You are in the midst of a major blackout. The man who was on duty with me at the time was none other than Bob Capers. And I said, Bob was there at 9.29.30. I walked into the newsroom and said, Bob, what are we going to do? And he says, I don't know. I guess we're not going to get any food from the Joy Deli tonight. The first thing, and by golly, he was right. Bob Capers. Okay, George. It is now 11.55 on WABC in New York. And wouldn't you know that one of the fellows who has the good life tonight is my cohort here at WABC, the afternoon man, Dan Ingram, who just arrived home in Oyster Bay. Let's switch now to that report with Dan Ingram. George, it was one of the weirdest scenes of my life since the last time this happened to me, which happened to be in 1965 at 5.27 p.m. when the electricity went out when I was on the air in the middle of, I think it was uh, up a lazy river by uh, size that there, and I said that was a very lazy river, and the whole thing went... Well, it happened tonight. It happened tonight when I was asleep. I got back to my office to look over my checkbook and find out what was wrong with it. And I found out that the bank had made an error and I had $2,000 I didn't know about. I was rather happy, had myself a large martini, and dozed off. The next thing I knew, they were shouting in the hallway outside the office, and it was 9.35, and the lights were off. And I thought, well, I fell asleep without putting the lights on. Well, I put the lights on, and it didn't go on, and I said, I don't believe it, it's happened again. At which point, I lit a candle, walked down 23 flights of stairs, found my car, took my, my vehicle across Manhattan, which took me an hour to get to the 59th Street Bridge, by the way. 57th Street is not the way to go. It's got a lot of people and a lot of cars just sitting there looking at each other. Went across the bridge, and driving through the upper level of the 59th Street Bridge, I had the strange feeling, looking at all that metalwork around me, that I was driving through the bones of some dead brontosaurus, and I felt very weird. And right up in front of me, on the end of the 59th Street Bridge, were lightning bolts coming down like a scene from a, a promotional movie for King Kong. It really felt strange. It was like God was saying, you're really amateurs, folks. We went across the 59th Street Bridge, got onto the Long Island Expressway, which incredibly was absolutely empty. Traffic was moving beautifully, and I guess it's because there are no traffic lights there to screw things up. Went across the county line to the Nassau County, and it was like we returned to civilization. Nassau County is functioning just fine. The Long Island Mining Company, I guess, is doing its thing. Because right now, I am going to do something that I didn't have a chance to do. Because the last time the lights went out, we didn't have an auxiliary generator, and I wound up in the transmitter in New Jersey until 4 o'clock in the morning. Right now, I'm going to turn off my suburban lit light. I am going to walk down my suburban hall. I am going to find my old lady, and I'm going to bid you all good night, because it's only electricity, fellas, and we're still functioning. Good night, God bless. Oh, you know, that's wonderful. That's Dan Ingram, WABC's premier afternoon drive man, at home tonight, having a little vino, a little candlelight, and the love of Jeannie Ingram. Bless him. Oh. Show knows how to hurt a guy. Isn't he George? brutal? I want to tell you right now, Dan, I hope you have air conditioning. We do not. As you are well aware, this is WABC 77 in New York. It is now 11.58. We are without power. We are approaching exactly 12 midnight in five seconds if you wish to mark it, all right? It will be 12 midnight in three, two, one. It is 12 midnight. 12 midnight is now the 14th of July on WABC 77 in New York, where we will bring you the light side and the hard side of what has happened. The newsroom working with everyone manning the phones. Gus Engelman talking to various people. Okay, what's your name, sir? I'm her husband, John Kennedy. John, you must be a little tired now with your suit and tie there. 
I am, but I really like New York. I think this is fantastic. You got to do this on a, on a regular basis. You weren't here in 1965 for the other one, I think. No, I wasn't. No doubt brought on by this big uh, new emergency. The temperature, when I checked just before the lights went out, about uh, maybe 15 minutes ago, was 91 degrees on uh, my 14th floor terrace. So the air conditioners, the elevators, everything, all out. And how extensive it is right now, no one knows. But I'm using candles and flashlights and what have you, and uh, the same is true all across the west side, and looking across Central Park and to the east side, everywhere, the lights are out. Don, uh, you mentioned something there. I think we sh can't emphasize this too strongly. You're using candles, and I trust with uh, quite a bit of supervision. People, no doubt, will go for candles and other things to burn in this situation, and do be sure it does not to go unsupervised with the candles. Don, another question for you. Still there? Yes, I am. Great. How about uh, toward New Jersey? Can you tell whether uh, Jersey has light or is, or not? No, I, I can't see toward uh, New Jersey at this point, but I can check it after a bit. All right, thank you. We'll look forward to updates from you, and uh, we'll be hearing a lot more about the story as we, first of all, try to find out just how extensive it is, and we'll go for what caused it, and then we'll ask Con Edison how long will it be before we get at least a partial power restoration. To uh, recap for you, we have most, if not all, of New York City without uh, normal power, save for emergency generators where they do exist, and uh, we have portions of Westchester County without any power at all right now. We have uh, live on the WCBS Newsline now our New Jersey Bureau Chief Walt Wheeler. Walt, can you fill us in? How is Jersey affected, if at all? Who ironically had arrived in New York City to keep an appointment just prior to the blackout. You're here then, in New York. I am in New York City at this point on the Upper West Side. The intersection of 72nd Street and Amsterdam Avenue is the scene of one of those things that we saw in the last big blackout. People out in the streets, civilian, volunteers, directing traffic, and I talked with some of them asking why they'd done this. I you decided to get out here. Well, I was walking across the street and I was holding, I had my flashlight just out of my van, so uh, I did it. You know, it was necessary. What's your name? Rich Hawes. Where are you from, Rich? Uh, New York. Were you in town the last time we had a blackout? I was on Staten Island and I saw the lights go out. I was sitting in the cafeteria at Wagner College. What was it like this time? Uh, I just walked out of my building and the, the whole street went black. An experience that's been repeated hundreds and thousands of times across, across, across the city. And of course, we're looking for people who know some more. Maybe you have some more. Uh, yeah, we're going to have a lot more about this. But Walt, have you been in touch with anybody in New Jersey to find out uh, if it's out there too? Phone call. I beg your pardon? I say that's my next phone call, and we'll have information on that as fast as it's available. Okay, we'll look forward to that return to the call. Thank you, Walt Wheeler, WCBS New Jersey Bureau Chief. News 88 time is 13 minutes now before 10 o'clock. Live on the news line, News 88's Ben Farnsworth. Ben, where are you, and what's happening there? Yeah, I'm in Bergen County, and everything's fine. We have all kinds of lights, uh, electricity, no problem here. The only reason I know there's a power failure, Greg, is uh, we're watching TV, and uh, suddenly everything went blank. So I said, well, must be something the matter with my television. I switched around to the other stations, and they were all blank, too. Uh, Channel 9, it seemed to be hung on uh, for a few seconds after all of the other stations had gone, and then suddenly I switched back to 9, and that one was out, too. Uh, I've had uh, calls from my neighbors, and they say, gee, the t television has gone out. I don't know. I don't quite understand what happened, and uh, I didn't either. I thought there was something the matter with my antenna or something, and so I messed around with the television. Suddenly, uh, Channel 2 has come back on. Uh, none of the other uh, channels that I've... Uh, I just tried to uh, a couple of minutes ago, and uh, none of them were back on yet. So, uh, apparently, uh, Channel 2 has found some way to uh, circumvent the problem, or at least the network has, because they're carrying the network shows. 
Uh, other than that, I know as much as you do. Well, we, of course, are on emergency power here, and presumably uh, Channel 2 would be, too. Thank you, Ben Farnsworth. As you might be able to get any further information, we'd appreciate, of course, you passing it on to us. News 88 time is 11 minutes before 10 o'clock. This uh, power blackout started, oh, about 15 minutes ago. It uh, happened rather rapidly. Very strange situation there at first. As it began, it started with a lowering of the voltage. Uh, our lights dimmed a little bit, fluctuated just a little bit for a few seconds. Uh, we happened to have some TV monitors within view here, and they started uh, with scrambled screens. You know, we'll have problems with the, the hospitals, uh, subways come to mind immediately. Uh, so we'll have to be on the lookout to see what's happening. Indeed, uh, Irene, we're looking for still the basic question of what happened and uh, how long it might take to fix. And, of course, you, you uh, raised that question of the subways. We're attempting to find out right now just what the New York City Transit Authority is doing uh, in regard to, undoubtedly, the uh, many people who happen to be on subway trains at the time. Hospitals, in many cases, of course, do have emergency generators. And uh, the police department in New York City, as do police and fire departments and most uh, municipalities, have at least some provision for emergency generation of power. But, of course, uh, there's not nearly enough to go around, but uh, hopefully there might be enough to meet uh, the most urgent of emergency conditions. It's been on, this power blackout in New York City and uh, some of the suburbs now for about 21, 22 minutes. It apparently is not affecting New Jersey. We have had uh, reports from some portions of New Jersey that they have no trouble at all over there right now, but uh, that remains to be seen. WCBS News Time is uh, six minutes before 10 o'clock. We'll continue to get more information on the story as we can for you, and uh, we uh, may be with this for quite a while right now because uh, we have no answers for you on what caused it, so we can give you no possible guess on when the lights may come back on. Operating under emergency power. This is Doug Poling, CBS News. And a very pleasant, if uh, dark, good evening to you. I'm Tom Franklin. A major problem has popped up in the city of New York. As you well know, if you live in any of the five boroughs, you are aware of the fact that we are now working with a massive power failure, a power failure that hit just around 30 to 35 minutes ago. The power went out a approximately in stages. Uh, we were listening at News 88 to the report from uh, Shea Stadium. They lost the lights there as the Mets were playing, and then things steadily went downhill from there. Greg Baker is uh, with us this evening. He'll remain with us throughout the night, uh, manning our power desk. And, uh, Greg, what is the story as we have it now? Well, let's hope it doesn't take the whole uh, throughout the night. To I get sincerely hope not. It's going to take a long while to clean this up. What apparently happened is that a main transformer of the New York State Power Authority was hit by lightning about 30 minutes ago, or even earlier, during a heavy thunderstorm moving over the Pleasant Valley area in Dutchess County, New York. The major blackout is reported in all five boroughs of New York City and in Westchester County and in some parts of Putnam County. Also, some of the uh, localities on Long Island are said to be without power. A spokesman for Con Edison says repair crews are now trying to locate the exact cause of tonight's blackout. But uh, if indeed it was a main transformer being hit by lightning, that uh, may or may not be extensive damage. Now, there is one giant uh, network of power here in the eastern uh, part of the country, and the way it works, uh, one leg in that uh, system gets hit by lightning or whatever, in this case, apparently hit by lightning, and then that, of course, will have a chain reaction, but they can uh, cut out the... Uh, affected section, so to speak, and apparently uh, we're in one of those right now. Well, as we wait for further information on just what caused it, we're getting more and more information on what the effects are. There is one report from police sources talking about uh, looting in the uh, Brooklyn area. Uh, we're not putting a lot of emphasis on that report uh, of heavy looting because that hasn't really been confirmed right now. Uh, the Suffolk County Police Desk says uh, the Bayshore Babylon area has some outages, uh, so does Huntington, so does the North Shore areas. The eastern end of uh, Long Island, covered by the local town police uh, forces, 
there are scattered outages in those areas as well. They apparently are not related to the major problem in uh, New York City. Uh, there are some very heavy thunder and lightning storm activity uh, in eastern Long Island, uh, a heavy downpour with uh, some very loud thunder and bright lightning flashes moved through the uh, Syosset Woodbury area perhaps 15 minutes ago. Police report uh, thunderstorms in the Suffolk County area moving down from the Connecticut and uh, they uh, say that apparently is the reason for those outages. Greg? Thank you, Mel Granick. News 88 time is now 16 minutes after 10 o'clock. The uh, severe weather has been, of course, over Dutchess County, New York, and one of the earlier reports indicated that might have been uh, the cause of all of this, lightning hitting one of the New York State Power Pool's uh, main transformers in that area. We have WCBS newsman Art Athens live on the news line. Art's in Rockland County. That's getting kind of close to the area where this may have originated. What's the weather been like there, Art? Greg, at around 9 o'clock or just before, there was an incredibly uh, powerful thunderstorm here, a lot of lightning, but no effect on the lights whatsoever. The lights never blinked. The first hint we had that there was a power outage was the loss of television signals. All of the television stations transmitting from New York went out, and I noticed that CBS finally came on on emergency power, but apparently uh, the other stations are still not able to get on the air. Uh, I talked with someone at Orange and Rockland Utilities. They serve Rockland County, and as in that big eastern blackout, most of Rockland County was able to keep its power uh, that time because they are fed from a leg that comes from a different part of the uh, power pool. This time, according to one ONR spokesman, ONR pulled out of the grid as soon as there was a sign of trouble and is operating purely on its own. So that's probably why we still have lights here. As you recall, during that big power failure, uh, it was the interconnection that caused a lot of small power companies to have trouble. So this time, ONR has avoided that altogether. And as far as I know, throughout the ONR area, which would include Bergen County, New Jersey, uh, there is power. Okay, thank you very much, Art Athens. We have uh, a message of some urgency here. Conrail is asking that police dispatch an ambulance to 59th Street and Park Avenue at the emergency tunnel there. They say a woman in a train needs oxygen. An ambulance requested by Conrail for a woman in need of oxygen at 59th and Park Avenue, Manhattan, at an emergency tunnel at that location. We have some more information on. Back to the power desk and Greg Baker. Tom, News 88 reporter Steve Reed attempted to go to the Con Edison uh, complex uh, power emergency center, and he tells us that the doors are closed. They're not allowing anyone in right now, so uh, perhaps we'll be getting a report a little later on from Steve Reed at uh, Con Ed's emergency headquarters. WCBS newsman Jerry Knackman back on the news line now. Jerry in Connecticut, I believe. Well, we've missed uh, Jerry Nackman there in that report. Let's try for WCBS newsman uh, Ralph Howard. Ralph, are you on the news line with us now? Airchecks.com.